and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Simon here, how are you? Fraser? Hello, morning, I'm all good, I'm all good. Well, as good as can be. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, yes. Well, should we get, should we get straight yeah, into should it? should we then? just get, get straight into it? The sooner we start it, the sooner it's over. <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's a case of let's, yeah, we're going to review the, the last three games, three defeats on the trot, first time. First time this season, first time I think they said since about 2019, and th- and then we'll preview the next the next two games over the Easter break, um, Fleetwood and, and Milton Keynes. But um, but but firstly, yeah, so Plymouth a one nil defeat at their place, Morecambe a two one defeat at their place, and then uh, we're recording this on the Sunday morning, so Sunderland beating us two one yesterday. Um, Freight. Thoughts on all three, really. I, I suppose we'll, we'll, we won't feature them individually. We'll, we'll just sort of jumble it up and, and come to a conclusion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it's funny, isn't it? Because we we were having a chat just before we started recording there, and um, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to steal your point here. I'll let you elaborate on it. But you, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of the the best point about it is that had we won, and I'm not going to do an hour of shoulda, woulda, coulda. Don't worry. But had we won the three games you wouldn't have looked at the performances and gone well we got away with that you kind of we 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 weren't bad really in any of them um no no exactly well i'll make that let me make that point and we yeah 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 yeah, it was was literally it was literally that if i you know if we'd have come away with either six or seven or even nine points from those three games based on being at those three games seeing the performances the performances of the opposition keepers and a dodgy linesman call if we'd have got nine points out of that, I don't think anyone would have gone, like you just said, oh, we've got away with that. We'd have kind of gone, yeah, that's that's probably a decent reflection, maybe slightly, you know, rose-coloured glasses. But but certainly six, seven or nine points from those three games would not have been, uh, you know, a, a smash and grab and, oh, we don't deserve that. I think we've, we've deserved something out of all three games. Because yesterday the draw, it, oh, I think on the second half showing, a draw would have been a little bit annoying. Um, mm. And then to come away with a loss, and I mean it, it with the that thing that happened at the very end, it probably should have been about three one, and that really would have been so, I think, kind of unfair on 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 yeah. our performance. And you know, as as it was, it was two one. But um, I mean, and you know, I I'm I'm not painting a picture that we were amazing because if you think of the chances, there weren't really that many. I mean, we had the more header. I mean, in the second half, we had the more mm. header. Um, the keeper saved, and I'm struggling now to think was, of any other uh, shots. Billy Billy Bowden free kick that yeah, just in yeah. the top of the bar. Yeah, that's right. I think there was also um, Kieran Brown. I I thought uh, you're seeing it from a distance away. You're seeing it once, you know. But I thought there was potentially a, a call for a penalty. He seemed to be fouled. Oh yeah, you know, was unable to make yeah. the header. It looked like he was just dragged to the floor. Yeah, you no, know. I, I thought that. I actually thought that was a clear penalty. Uh, and I'm mm. usually fairly, you know, diplomatic with refs. But I, I thought that was a. I thought that was nailed on. I thought he missed that. And uh, the fact that he mm. gave a free kick against Taylor on the edge of our box about a minute earlier for absolutely nothing. I mean, yeah. it just. Should, yeah. I, I know this is such a repeated conversation, but. They really do act differently inside and outside of the box, don't they, officials, with their decisions? Oh, absolutely. They say yes. they don't, and, but, you know. Yeah. It's... And defensive and attacking positions. Like you say, you know, if, if Matt Taylor does something against the, a defender when they're challenging for the ball, which could be very slight, it's and, and if the defender goes to the ground, it's almost always given as a, as a, a free kick. 
and yet if the defender is you know literally grabbing him around the neck or uh, you know around the chest bear hugging and throwing it you don't get it it's it, there does seem you're right there does seem to be and i'm i'm like you i you know referees do get a difficult you know it's a difficult job to do there there's th there's one of the things that always amuses me when people say, oh, that referee wants to be the centre of attention. He's got an ego. And you think, well, he's one bloke in the middle of 22, you know, often aggressive, in-your-face, petulant footballers and up to 50 or 60,000 people screaming at him that he's done nothing. You know, he doesn't know what he's doing. I think you need to have a certain amount of self-confidence to do that job. And if that comes across as a little bit of arrogance, Christ, if if you wanted timid people to do refereeing, they're going to break. You you have to have a certain level of, of self-confidence. That said, going back to the Plymouth game, the linesman has given an awful decision for, a, for an offside that should have been a penalty. That might have made it, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think whether that came before or after. I think it was after Gavin White's chance. We could be, you know, with a little bit of luck, Gavin White puts the first one away. We get the penalty. They get a man sent off with 2 nil up against 10 men. And and it's, it's you know, there's three points. Yeah, it, it is that kind of, if we were playing badly, you'd be, you know, be, I'd, I'd be joining in with the, oh, the season's over. That's it. I, I think because we're not playing badly and we've hit a poor... Three three defeats on the trot, first time since I think 2019. I think that's what they said. It we've we've been a little bit unlucky, and we could have had we could still be in the playoff places with just a little bit of luck. And and maybe that is our bad patch. Maybe maybe we've hit our bad patch now. We've got four games to go, and we'll we'll go on a, a little run maybe, and just pick up more points than everyone else. We were saying before we start recording, as a as an outsider looking in, you would look at the table. And think we're four points adrift with four games to go. Okay, Sunderland have a game in hand, but it's still pretty close. Um, then I guess when you get more down to it, I must say I'm not quite as optimistic as you. I wish I mm. wish I was, but um, I uh, I think I think it's I think it's unlikely. Um, but I, you know I've, I think we can certainly do it. I would be concerned as to what kind of showing we can put on in, in the playoffs now, because. I think the the other three teams who finish in there, I mean, everyone's on good form really, apart from us, in this kind of block of teams. Uh, I mean, I think mm. Rotherham have lost two on the bounce, but um, they've they've got a couple of games in hand to rescue their auto spot. But we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just um, it's just really quite disappointing. I mean, I think with the last pod we did, we, I think I predicted seven points. Maybe. Yeah, I think I, um, I joined you on that. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, you, you look at it now, the maximum we can finish on is 81, um, which you'd mm. like to think is uh, a playoff spot. Sure, I, I, you know, 81 points should should do it in any normal season. <laughs> um, mm. But uh, it's it's a big ask. And I mean... I think it's. I think it's. A, I think it's unlikely. Um, but yeah. I, I. You know. I've got every faith. And you know. But I look at the next game, Fleetwood Town, and I think, well, we should be uh, confident there. But then I was confident against Morecambe, and yeah. you know, five minutes in, I was even more confident. <laughs> I thought, well, we should yeah. really smash this lot now. Um, and uh, well, shows what shows what I know. Mm. But um, and sadly, I, I was hoping Fleetwood might be safe by now. But they're they're still right in it, aren't they? So they are. Yeah, um, they're uh, only only out of it on goal difference at the moment. Yeah, and I mean Lincoln are pretty much safe, but it's Fleetwood and Morecambe who are. Uh, well, Fleetwood down is the uh, mm. 
the the relegation yeah. mix, isn't it? But it yeah, is. it's going to be it's going to be a tough old game. Um, and uh, but you know, this is the thing, isn't it? If we get three points there, and someone above us, you know, maybe gets a draw. Suddenly, it kind of it could all be back on again. Um, <laughs> it's the, it's the, why the hell are we involved in this? <laughs> well, you know, why you do we say, like you know, this? May, maybe to, we're now relying on teams above us to to drop points, yeah. which they absolutely will. I will guarantee now because we we can play Plymouth on Friday, so there's yeah. somebody drop somebody above us dropping points, and then I think on the Saturday, MK Dons play Sheffield Wednesday. Somebody again will drop points. Yeah. You know, it can't be that they. And then on Monday, good uh, Easter Monday, Plymouth play Sunderland. Yeah. Somebody's dropping points. You know. Yeah. We play on the Tuesday. Uh, you know, Ipswich are still in and around it. Maybe they're a threat. They play Wigan. Somebody's dropping points. It's if we win, I'm, I, somebody needs to do the maths. I, I, I'm not sure if it is still in our own hands because we're now four points. But with teams above us having to drop points it's still yeah i think it's a little tighter than it looks yeah i mean only a tiny and i, and I think the you know me you saying you know i'm a bit i'm a bit more optimistic than you know i think that's because if i if i thought it was over i wouldn't get in the car on next friday morning no. like easter friday <laughs> good friday and and go on the m6 yeah. to, all the way up to fleetwood yeah, yeah I've, I've i've got to be kind of well, I've got to go there in some kind of positive mindset yeah. that we could get something. Because really, we want we want Plymouth um, to to smash it now, really, because we're not catching yeah. Plymouth. They're nine points no. above us. That's not happening. But yeah. we want them to yeah to smash Sunderland. Um, and do we do we play Rotherham still? Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. Yes. So we don't quite yeah, want them to. The <laughs> we don't quite want them to have a great. Well, we want to be on. No, you, no. You almost want to, like you say, you want to be sort of looking and trying and picking the results and going right. Well, yeah. what we want to happen there is, like you say, we're not catching Plymouth, no. so you know, okay, let them go. Um, and in the same vein, we're not catching Rotherham. They've got a couple of games in hand. We're not catching them. So yeah, you know, it, it's. I think you're right. It's now almost down to the Sheffield Wednesday, Sunderland, Wickham, and us. Yeah. I think the, the top the top four will make the top four, um, or certainly the top four aren't going to be dropping out of the playoff places. No. So it's then then down to the to the next four to uh, to make that um, that next bet. I'm just trying to have a, have a quick look to see. Uh, they don't. I thought I wasn't sure if Sheffield Wednesday were playing Sunderland. But Sheffield Wednesday are playing MK Dons and Wickham. Yeah. Um, so that's you know that's some, they're going to not necessarily you know they, somebody's going to do us a favour there. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, they're like you say that they're, they're all going to someone's got to drop points, haven't they? So, mm. uh, but as long as we do our business, um, yeah. which is you know we, we're going to have to to work on. And look, I know we were saying at the start of the pod that. Um, we we feel a bit aggrieved that we haven't got any points out of that. There are still areas that we need to address. Um, you know, we weren't perfect. There are things that we could be doing better. We're still sloppy defensively. Um, yeah. That goal we conceded yesterday, the, the the one to win, I mean, the guy out wide is completely unmarked. Mm. Um, and you know, as soon as he receives that ball, there's no way he's not going to score that, no, um, no. sadly. So we, and it's just things like that. I mean, that's, one point lost, yes, that's we'd be one point better off now, and it looks a lot better. It's just tiny moments like that. We all just seem mm. to kind of stop at the at a clinical moment, and then the thing after it is just total defeated mindset, isn't it? I mean, we're two one down. The refs are about to put 
a good amount of stoppage time on. And we're playing balls backwards across the... What, what's, what's this? What's this? Mm. I hate to be, sound really simplistic, but I was just in the stands thinking, we, Oxford, go forward. I mean, it's, yeah. it's as simple as that. You know, it's, it's, yeah. I hate to sound really point, sort of brain dead, but just... No, you're right. You know, at that point, Sunderland are, are dropping deeper. They're trying to... They're defending that lead. Yeah. And, and you just think, yeah, either McNally or Moore. Go up front and um, let's yeah. put it long to him. He'll win a header and we, we pick up the the, yeah. the, the knockdown. Because um, even if it is just for, for the last five minutes, yeah. you do you just try something a little different. Because we're either going to salvage a draw or lose three one. You know, it, yeah. so you so yeah. why not? You know, we're mm-hmm. already losing now. Um, I just think the the mindset's a bit off. And I mean, I I I, I think a bigger question I was gonna opposing this and because I've seen people talk about it on on Twitter and that sort of thing what do do you at what point do and by the way let me put my cards on the table here I don't think there should be a management change Um, but at what point do you think the club look at it and say okay um, is is this guy uh, at what point do we do we look at this and say mm. i don't know if this is the person to take us forward i mean we talked earlier about outsiders looking in there is a school of thought that says well we've gone playoff final semi final probably no playoffs mm. um and let me say again i don't think we should change management i think it would be foolish he's built a lot here and i think he's still got a lot to give he obviously knows what he's doing um, he can build a squad that that challenges very well. Offensively, we're still the best team in League One. You know, um, if mm. going on the number of goals scored, I, I, Wigan will probably catch that. But it, it's really just at the back where we've let ourselves down this season. Um, mm. And I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? At what point do do the board look at it and say, "Well, our objective is the championship"? I've read this thing a lot that. The aim is to do this next season. I don't know where this officially comes from. I haven't seen that. <laughs> I, th- I, d- I might be wrong. Is that an official thing? I haven't read that uh, anywhere. That next season is as a target one. But no, no. You you know, there, there's a lot of. I, I mean, I'm in the same situation as you, Fraser. I I think he's done enough in those three seasons and this season as well, um, to to have another crack at it next year. Um, yeah. And I think he's over that period of time. He has. Um, improved the squad. I, I still think, like like I'm sure you do, and other fans do. There there are still gaps that he could have addressed maybe in January. You know, Gorin at that point had been out for a month or two. We knew he wasn't going to be back before the end of the season. In you yeah. know, and and we've we've missed him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Brannigan can play there. Yes. Kane can play there. But they can't do the job that he does, that Gorin no, does. No, certainly and, not. And in playing those two players a little deeper, you nullify their threat as well. And I think we, you know, it's, like you say, coulda, woulda, shoulda. It, it, with a with a Gorin type or a, or Gorin in there, I think we're we're maybe a good half a dozen points better off. We, we, yeah. We'll see games out with him. We perhaps won't lose those, you know, those, those sloppy games, you know, up yeah. at Morecambe where you need... I think I think Kane was at fault for one. He let the ball come across him, which he he does a lot, you know, to get himself into space. But often, letting the ball come across him, you know, uh, uh, other midfielders pick it up. If you've got somebody like Gorin behind him, you, you mop that up. And yeah, I think there there are one or two gaps in the squad. And and you know, I know 
Cole's been in the game a hell of a long time for a, for a young manager. He's he's managed an awful lot of games. Yeah. But you can you constantly learn. You know, it, it, there's no way that you you know Alex Ferguson in his last season will I'm sure admit to saying no, I learned something in this season. This yeah. you know I, yeah. I should have done this better. You 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 don't get to a point after a few hundred games and right I'm not gonna you know there's nothing more I can learn. Yeah. And I think he he might look at that and go yeah okay we we were sure in this area. And I I I. I remember saying it, um, I, I, I spoke on Radio Oxford briefly after the Lincoln away game. And I thought at that point, we, we need a beast in midfield. We need a big unit, a six foot two ball winner, you know, box to box. And I, I was kind of almost describing the perfect midfielder. Yeah. But I think that is something that would would improve this squad. And, and if we want to go from playoff contenders to automatic contenders, you, you need to look at, and be ruthless and say, right, where are we short? And if it means that, you know, one of Brannigan or Kane doesn't play because you bring in somebody who's better than them, you know, yeah. and more effective than them, and, and what we kind of need as a, a midfielder, then you, then you do it. And I think maybe that is something that we'll see next season from Carl, that he, he, he identifies those one or two areas. He probably knows where we're short, you know. Yeah. He's not, he's no, no mug. Of course. He, like you say, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And, 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 is, and I think this is the thing is that fans, you know, um, uh, you know, us included, we all think we're experts. But um, the football managers, you know, like Carl Robinson, will forget more in a day than we know about. Mm. The tactics of or, or ins and outs of running a football team, you know, it's their it's their it's their everything they do every day. You know, we've all got you know normal jobs that are boring, and <laughs> but he's people like that. That's that's what they do, you know, and so he obviously knows best, and it's in his best interest. Obviously, he's he's employed, you know, to to run this team. Um, so I don't question at all that you know he knows what he's doing. I think if I could offer a criticism of him, I think he's sometimes a bit stubborn. He doesn't really want to change his way when mm. it's obvious that he, that he, there are things he should change. I think in his tactics and the kind of players he goes after, it's a cliche, but we all know his thing, the wingers. Um, and look, everyone loves a winger Christ, but mm. it's, it's, you know, not the be all and end all. Um, no. And um, I think he'd probably admit that himself um, that, that he's, He's a bit stubborn sometimes um, on things like that, and I think. I mean, Michael Appleton was, you know, challenged on his "Have you got a plan B?" and it's like, yeah, yeah. doing plan A yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, and there's, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You know, sometimes you know people have got their way, and that's what they want to do, and they they fully believe in it. And look, I mean, he's had good finishes each season, so so who who am I to criticise? But I think another point in this is that the, the wider situation of the club, with the stadium, you know, if it gets approved and we get that done, um, it's being bankrolled by some new owners who obviously, mm. you know, I don't think it's a secret to say they've, they've clearly got deep pockets. Um, and I think, you know, we all know that, um, money wants success at some point. I'm not saying he that it, he's running out of time, but if this ownership change happens and we go into next season and one year from now we're in the same situation, potentially missing out on the playoffs, I don't know how patient that much money will be. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um I I don't know. It, it's and it's football, you know. We we mm. forget I think as Oxford fans that we've been very in an unusual situation with the last two owners in that they're very reluctant manager sackers. 
Mm. Uh, sackers? Is that... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, a, no, no. You know when you say a word that sounds like a swear word, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, yeah, and 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 um, so Eels, you know, had loads of pressure to sack Appleton, and he he didn't do it, and and then he delivered the goods, and there was a ton of pressure to to sack Carl in his first year mm. and a bit in his second year. Um and and Tiger, completely different person to Daryl Eels, but again, didn't didn't sack, and I think we've we may have forgotten as a fan base that in the wider world of football at 90 percent of clubs both managers would not have been given anywhere near the time that they have been to get it right um, mm. which is a good thing for you know we should be proud of that that we we gave people time to to do things but with another ownership change if that ever goes through <laughs> um I, I i'd be surprised if we were afforded another you know a third owner in a row who thinks that way as well, especially when there's obviously a lot of money coming into the football club. If, if this stadium is going to go ahead, mm. someone's paying for that. Um, and you know, we know, we all know the the big players that are on the, on the board have been where they've been involved before and all this sort of thing. So, so yeah. And, and look, you know, maybe let me reiterate. I, I think he's, he's easily worth another year. Uh, definitely. Um, for, for what he's done for the club. But yeah, I think, I think it doesn't hurt to have the conversation. And look, I mean, I read these things on Twitter and it's very, as with everything now, it's so polarised. It's like there are two camps and one say, oh, all the moaners, all the moaners are out in force, blah, blah, blah. And then the other lot are all, uh, oh, you lot are delusional, you know, you can't see, you know, that we need to improve this, that and the other. Look, guys, guys, you can perfectly think both things. You can perfectly think mild versions of both things. It's perfectly <laughs> fine to think that, um, we've had an amazing season, we've done really well, we've shown what we can do, and Carl's shown his attributes, but also think that it's quite disappointing that we seem to have crumbled at absolutely the worst time. You know, Both mm. points of view can coexist <laughs> in one yeah. mind. Um, sorry, I've talked for ages there, Simon. You no, are still there, aren't you? <laughs> I am, I am. No, I'm, and sorry. I'm nodding along. I'm nodding sorry. along because it, you're absolutely right. I, th- I think that Carl has done enough. That I think there's... With the uncertainty around the stadium, because that's by no means a given, um, you know, there's a long way to go with a lot of, of <laughs> planning and, and, and research and, and all of that that goes along with it and, 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 you know, people objecting to it and everything that goes along there. You kind of think that perhaps the club's focus needs to be on that. Yeah. you know, to get that through. I, I, I admit it's, you know, we often com- complain if the, if the police do something, oh, well, they should be catching criminals. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah they can do two things at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same with the club. You know, the club shouldn't just ignore the football side of it. But I think with a, with a, a playing side that is, is, is doing as well as, ex- as expected, we're perhaps not exceeding expectations, but I think we're probably about where, finances put us experience puts us that kind of thing money spent on the squad I think we're about where we should be you know yeah. maybe a point you, I think we sh- I've said this on on other clubs podcasts where I've been buying them I think as fans we expected or certainly hoped for a playoff place this year after two years of getting in the playoffs yeah. uh, you know yes yes I know Sheffield Wednesday have come down they're a huge club but um, Bolton have come up they're a big club they've not really quite made it this season but I think perhaps that stability on the pitch with with a with a manager that they can trust, with a recruitment staff that's doing good stuff, you know, the likes of Luke McNally. If Luke McNally goes this summer, 
which there's a you know a huge possibility he could. Again, he's playing fantastically well. You kind of trust the recruitment to find somebody else like him because yeah. we, you know we we Luke McNally replaced um, you know Rob Atkinson who replaced Rob Dickey who replaced Curtis Nelson yeah. who replaced you know that's we, an we've insane done very list, well. isn't it? it? It is. It's a fantastic list of yeah. and, and, um, you know Shay Dunkley in that as well. You know yeah. there's. There's a lot of really good centre halves, and and and, and um, Elliot Moore is another one. You know, it's we've brought in some fantastic centre halves. Um, you know, we're we're not at that absolute pinnacle where there are only a few quality players that that are better than what we've got. You know, yeah. if you're a, if it, you know if Liverpool, if if Mo Salah leaves Liverpool, then that's going to be hard to replace. If Luke yeah. McNally leaves us, there are players out there as good as Luke McNally, as good as he is. Yeah. He's a third division footballer at the moment, and and there are players that we, as we've shown, that we can bring in and develop and do as well as he can. So I think that because the manager trusts his recruitment staff, the recruitment staff know what they're doing. The owners, the MD, all of that trust Carl. I think there's a there's a level of stability around the playing side that if you brought in someone you'd have to be very careful who you replaced with. You'd yeah. need to bring in somebody like a, a, a Carl type who yeah. isn't just going to say, right, I want loads of money. You know, half the squad can go because they're rubbish and I'm going to bring in all my players. And, you know, we, we had that a little bit with Pep. You know, we, we had a, a side that had won promotion, you know, the, the a, a year earlier um, and a good squad. And he brings it in and brings in some players that you think, my God, what's he done? Yeah. And, and it doesn't take long to... To cause an issue that then takes a lot longer to fix, yeah, and I think I think that's perhaps where I am with with why I think Carl deserves another year next year. You know, can he can he ident- has he identified the issues in the squad? Will he address them? Um, and I think as well, like I say that stability is, is is quite important. You know, with with players trusting him as well. Um, yeah. You know, Cameron Brannigan. The, if he'd have gone at any point in the last sort of 18 months, two years even, you'd kind of go, well, fair enough. He's, you know, he's earned that. Yeah. He stuck around. You know, he's not going to stick around at a club where he doesn't get on with the manager. You know, he, yeah. he, he clearly likes it here. He clearly likes playing for Carl. And and I think that's an important sort of thing to to consider as well. We, it, it's easy to change the manager, but is it necessarily the right thing to do? I'm, I'm with you. I think it's still, at the moment, He's done enough to 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 earn another year, and this season's not over yet, anyway. No, exactly, and yeah, that's the main thing. Look, we'll have this chat now, and we'll go make the playoffs and win them. <laughs> yeah. And all of this is academic. Who cares, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, But you know, I think it's um, I think it's it's just it's kind of good to have have the conversation and and see you know what we think. I mean, obviously, our opinion matters matters nothing. It's it's the people in the board, I guess, who will ultimately decide things like this and I can't for one second think that if we don't make the playoffs this season they would they would sack him I really don't think that's the the, the view of anyone on our our board I mean I don't <laughs> I don't know them personally but I they always seem to be very backing of of Carl um mm. and, and look I mean um we I guess we're kind of forgetting that that he has an opinion on this as well he may feel in the summer that he might not get back that well enough, and and might look at what his own options are. You know, he yeah, he yeah. he has the perfectly as the he's a man in a job who has a right to do that, and so he's going to want to see because his point of view will be that he needs to be backed well in the summer, um, 
to to deliver what we want. Um, he is. Uh, I don't think he would struggle to get a job if he would if he made himself uh, made it known he was after one. So mm. you know there is that point of view as well. We we aren't. You know he we aren't it's not, we're not too good for him and all this sort of thing. So no, no. So um. So yeah, I think there's there's two ways to it, and we'll see what happens. I guess, won't we? Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. It, you're right. I, I, that wasn't something that was necessarily in my mind as to, you know, oh, yeah, actually, it might be his decision to leave, yeah. uh, not ours. You know, I think he said that he, he wants to leave the club in a better place than it was when he came here. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's he's certainly taken to the to the club. I think we've taken to him as well. I think there's things that have we've, we've talked about in the past off pitch things that he's done yeah. that show that there's a there's a real connection oh, with absolutely. the area and the club yeah. and I, I think you know genuinely decent fella um, yeah. who, who 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 cares about the football club. Yeah, and I got to say it's taught it's taught me a hell of a lot. You know, I was really I was not a fan of this man when we appointed him. I kind of put mm. him in the Steve Evans category. Uh, yeah. I thought he was mouthy and I just didn't like his I didn't really like the way he was um and I completely you know I've I've yeah shut up Fraser you know I've been completely <laughs> shown that um not to sort of judge someone that quickly you know it's mm. he and not just in in the way he turned things around on the pitch but like you say the community stuff he did with the club as well when he first came here um I I didn't have him down as someone that would be that bothered about that kind of thing. Um, but he's really, yeah, invested in, in the whole kind of community of the football club and, and all that sort of thing. And by the way, if we did appoint Steve Evans one day, I, w- I still wouldn't like it. <laughs> I'm not no. giving him anything. <laughs> no. I don't, but I think that, you know, talking about what Carl does in the community and stuff like that, it's I, it's very easy to only, when he's, when he's, the manager of another club does something that's that gets in the media that we see. It's usually something that is a little bit controversial, or you know, oh, he's been he's been saying this on the touchline or that on the touchline. You don't necessarily see what managers do no. off the pitch. We do it. We we know what Carl's done off the pitch and in the community because he's our manager and yeah. we we follow the social media channels. We follow the official club website. We know what he's doing. Other clubs aren't going to be that interested no. in what he's doing off the pitch. So you kind of you know, I, I, I said it a season or two ago, you know, when he came here, it, oh, he's a bit of a gobby scouser, but yeah. he's he's our gobby scouser now. And, and actually he is way more than that. You know, that that's doing him a disservice in that he's, he's, there's a genuine sort of wanting to do the right thing. You know, the things around, around COVID when, when we've had players that aren't quite right, no, don't come in. You know, we're not going to risk you. Yeah. When Luke McNally sadly lost a, a close you know, friend of his, a childhood friend, you know, he wasn't in the right state of mind. And, and Carl said, no, if you, if you need to be back home, being with your family, with his family, that's the right thing to do, you know. And and there's so many things he's done in, in that same respect of of doing the right thing on a human level rather than what is necessarily, yeah. well, we need you, we need you playing. So yeah. you, you've got to play. It's it's like, no. and But that then pays back because those players see him as as a person that has their best interests at heart yeah. that will kind of go yeah no he, he he wants the best for us he also to be fair to him um and and you know I was one of these fans he also came into an environment where okay pep was he he basically replaced pep didn't he after the two month gap yeah 
But really, he replaced Michael Appleton. Um, mm. Pep was a kind of, what, a nine-month blip in the club's history. With the greatest <laughs> respect to him, it didn't work, yeah. did it? But um, And he must have, when he first came in, he must have been just filled with things about, well... You've you know, you've got Michael Appleton's shoes to fill, and mm. uh, you know because that that was such a successful era for the club those couple of years that he was here. Um, it must have been it must have been a, it'd be annoying for anyone going into a job and and constantly being told about you need to live up to this sort of king we we all loved mm. while he was here. Um, and but yeah, and I think in in those comparisons, I think Carl scores far better on the the community stuff. I'm not saying Map was bad at it, but it just I just think he was probably like any Carl's a kind of exception to what most managers are like, I think. They just they kinda of think, well I manage the football team and Map was a very reserved man, wasn't he? He didn't really he was kind of polar opposite to Carl and things like he didn't really give anything away in his emotions. Apart from when he mm. was punching dugouts and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but, uh, and sorting out people in the tunnel at uh, Swindon. Yeah. yeah, but but you're right. And there's that yeah, added very... spice that he's a man can call a scouser. It all just it's yeah, all... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fence end sort of view is certainly not that Robbo's got four games to save his career. No, I think no. We're we're of an opinion, and I think many people, perhaps on reflection after you know the react, it's a reaction to to a defeat yeah, that course. you kind of go right. They're all rubbish. Get rid of. He shouldn't be playing. He should, you know. And, yeah. And, Give it another week, and and you know those same same people rightly and and fair play, you know they will always back the team, you know oh, they're always going to be there supporting, and and everyone's entitled to a, to a view on this and an opinion, um, but equally that that view and opinion can be challenged, and and, and yeah. that's what we're doing here. We I think we, yeah, I think he, as as we're saying, I think we we think he yeah. deserves another crack at it next season. Yeah, it's like with we, the caveat that he, you know, there are some things that he perhaps just needs to. A tiny bit better in in terms of building the squad. I think the way we play is fantastic. A bit tighter at the back would be nice, but then you perhaps you lose a little bit going forward if you're a little bit more defensive minded. But I think there are just one or two positions yeah. that 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 we need to fill. And look, I mean, it doesn't um it doesn't at all make you a, a kind of bad fan for being frustrated at the last three results. I mean, all of us mm. were, were were pissed off yesterday when we lost the game, but it's it's just. You know, it's just emotion, isn't it? It's something we care a lot about, and when you slowly watch it slip away, it's mm. yeah, it's it's hard to swallow. But um, yeah, you know, we're uh, we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. It was like wife yesterday. I was a bit, you know, you come home, you have a have a have a drink and watch the telly, and you you're a little bit miserable. And, and she was going, "You're all right," you know. And I said, "You know, I I'm not." I'm a, I'm frustrated because we played well. You know, you'd kind of yeah. that's that's the frustration. You kind of mulling it over. It's like, we should have got more from that. Yeah. We if we, I, I said to, if we'd have played badly, I'd have got, I'd have stroked my shoulders. Well, we deserve that. Yeah. And you get on with <laughs> yeah. your evening. Yeah. It, it's that because it was a little bit of an unfair result yeah. that you kind of think you yeah, know what? I, yeah, no, I'm all right. But yeah. I, I'm frustrated that we didn't get what we perhaps deserved. Yeah. But, uh, there we yeah. go. But but that's it. But then. Next weekend, we do it again. Uh, we get in the cars. We go up the M6. Uh, luckily, we haven't got to come back in the middle of the night on the M6 where they like closing lanes just for yeah. no obvious reason. But uh, yeah, a trip to Fleetwood. A bit of a bogey team. You know, we, we've not yeah. had necessarily a fantastic uh, sort of history at Fleetwood. No. Um, what, um... what are your thoughts on that one? <sighs> it's a weird one because I don't usually get too kind of into 
historical results against certain clubs. Because I just think, well, it's just coincidence. Players change every year. But it really is horrendous against Fleetwood, isn't it? I think we, we've we very recently done better. I think we did win... Have we won twice now? We've won twice on the trot, yeah. yeah but prior to that... We lost about eight or something. Yeah, well, we I think we've drawn two and lost everything else. Uh, lost ten. <laughs> lost ten, drawn two, and then we've won the last two. Crazy. Um, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, um, both, both at home. So, we, you know, our, our record at Fleetwood is is still uh, just two draws and everything else is a defeat. Yeah. Um, um, well, I think... Um... Your thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Look, I mean, they're 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 obviously in their relegation fight, aren't they? I still stand by what I said last week in previewing the Morecambe game. Um, I, I still think that we should be expecting to win it. Um, mm. We're still a good squad. They're yeah. obviously not that great, and you could just take that looking at the table. And I don't think it's arrogant or cocky to say that that is a game we should be winning. Of course, we should, and we yeah. let ourselves. I think if we get too far into this um, fighting for their lives thing. It's like we're already letting ourselves lose the game. Get out mm. of that mindset that that this could be a, a very difficult... Well, it will be a difficult game, but we've yeah. got to know and believe that we we absolutely have the squad to, to beat Fleetwood. We, we, because that's, that's just fact. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's, not, it's not cockiness. And, you know, if we... If we go and lose, I'll say that you said this and not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I well, I am going to say it. We we should go there and win. Yeah. Um, their their form, you know, isn't great. They've uh, they, they they beat Crew recently, um, and that's the the only win they've had since since way back in January. When weirdly oh, they beat Rotherham, you know, they beat Rotherham <laughs> one no. But um, yeah, is it going? Oh, I I yeah. I definitely put the jinx on it there. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that out. <laughs> or, or you can just say, well, actually, the last three games they've won one, drawn one, lost one. So we're we're not breaking any no. runs for them. No. It's it's we're going there against the team that aren't very good um, and, and who we should beat. Yeah, because we are a decent enough side, and and maybe you know maybe we get the luck, maybe we get the you know they get a goal chalked off because of an, a dodgy offside and we yeah. get a penalty that we shouldn't get and and we scrape a, a lucky 1-0 and that just kind of yeah. redresses the balance of the little bit of luck that we've not had um, in the last few games. Um, yeah, and then and then who's after that side? Is it someone easy? Uh, that's yeah, yeah. It, they they've <laughs> moved it to a Tuesday night. Oh, MK Dons God. at home. Yeah. Yeah, MK Dons who were so well, in form. Well, actually, they were losing to Wimbledon for a while yesterday, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, MK Dons who've only lost once since we beat them in December. So, oh, you God. know, maybe, you know, we look at the teams around us and, and, and we've talked about that in the past where we've kind of gone, well, maybe we should be beating teams above us. We're not doing that enough. If, 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 if we get a result against MK... That'll be the double over them. We've done the double over Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. You know, um, we drew with Rotherham. Um, it, it's, I, I, th- I think there's a chance. You know, again, okay, if we're talking about runs, well, they're they're unbeaten since the you know since January. So why shouldn't their run come to an end? Yeah. You know, we we we're not if 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 we're going to break their record, we're breaking their record, their unbeaten record at the moment, and it's. It's, there's no reason why we shouldn't do it. They've, no. You know, they've, they've not been, yes, they've been efficient. They've, you, you look at what they've done and, and like you say, yesterday, 
a draw with Wimbledon. That's slightly a slightly different game because I would imagine the atmosphere down there would have been quite hostile, obviously, with with the history there. But prior to that, they'd beaten Crewe 2-1. Crewe who got relegated yesterday. Yeah. You know, a home with 2-0 against Shrewsbury, 1-0 away at Cambridge, a draw against Wigan. You know, they're, they're not blowing sides away. No. Um, they're, but they're getting the job done. They're getting the job done. Um, and it's going to be tough, obviously, because they're, they, they're good at yeah. getting the job done. But there's there's no reason why if I I you know put out a, a similar performance against MK as we did yesterday against Sunderland, and you kind of think that that could and perhaps could should be good enough to win the game. It we we played well, be a bit more clinical, bang, you've 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 done it. Yeah, no, absolutely, and and you know it's it's um. Oh, I could you know yeah because we could we could turn this all around. We really could. I believe we can. Mm. I'm going to be confident. <laughs> um, so, so what are we saying then? As a maybe, uh, I think we're both saying a, a win against against Fleetwood. What are we thinking about MK? Um, I think a draw. Uh, I just, I just, I mean, they're they're in such good form. Um, I think, I think a draw. Um, so I'm going to say four points then from those two games. Um, well, I'm. I'm going to go for a win oh, simply play. because if 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 we were on Milton Keynes MK's run of results and MK had done what we'd done, we as fans, I know this is sounding quite complex, but we as fans would be going, oh well, they're going to come here and beat us. We haven't we haven't lost for you know fifteen. Yeah, days. that's true. They've lost they've lost three on the trot, but they're a good side, so they're they're bound to you know we're 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 going to lose that one. Yeah. And, and I just think it's. We we look at ourselves in isolation. I had a chat with Sarge in the pub yesterday. Uh, for those who know, so he was DJing down in Exeter. Got chatting to some Plymouth fans last week and went to the game. Sat in their end with them. You know, they, he got to know a few of them. Their fans were going. Well, if you make the playoffs, we don't want to get you. We, you know, out of the teams that we could meet in the playoffs, yeah. you're the one we want to avoid. So I think we we said this in the past. You you see your your own club in isolation, and there's always that risk that you you do yourself down, you do yourself this just disservice rather because we're actually better than than we think we are. Yeah. You know the club clubs don't want to play us. No, you know no, absolutely. They'll look at that and go, Christ, they've lost three on the trot. They'll be up for this, yeah. and we will be up for it. Yeah. And I I think there's no reason why why we can't. No. Um, you know, I, I reserve the judgment, my uh, reserve the right to change that thought after Tuesday <laughs> and we've lost both games. But that's, that's, that's why we do it. Yeah, uh, of course it is. Um, so um, yeah, four and you're saying six. Yeah, and I'm saying six. Nice one, fair play. I'm, I'm going rose tinted glasses yeah. um, and we'll see what happens. Um, so we're recording uh, this just before the women's game, aren't we? We are, yes, yeah. And they are going to Bridgewater. They're playing away at Bridgewater, just below them in the table. Um, and I believe if, looking at it, and I think thanks to Kath saying basically if they avoid defeat, they can't, Oxford, this is if Oxford avoid defeat, they will finish in the top three. And looking at the table now, Southampton and Ipswich above us, Southampton three points above, Ipswich four points above, but we do play both of them, I think, between now and the end of the season, um, which, you know, it, 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 and I, I, I'm i led to believe as well, Ipswich and Southampton have massively bigger budgets than we do. You know, we're, we're a club, if if you've followed the, the, the team at all, you know, it, it's it's done very much with, with sort of... Um, 
uh, sort of volunteer basis. You know, it's, yeah. we're not we're we're not a I was going to say we're not a professional setup. We are. We we do things very professionally, but we're not a professional setup in that everyone gets paid loads of money. It's a you know it's done for the love of it, but it's done very very well. Um, every everything about it is professional. Um, and we're 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 battling out for the top of the table with two two clubs who are who are you know vastly superior in terms of, of what they've got in, as resources. Yeah. And I think what they've done, even if they don't make the top two, you know, if they can finish in the top three, that's a fantastic, you know, there's, there's still a chance that, that something might happen in that. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. And that's, because, um, yeah, they've got those two to play, haven't they, as you said? Yeah, they, so, yes, yeah. yeah, we've got um, QPR um, away in, you know, uh, when's that? That's Wednesday, this Wednesday coming. And if ever there was a, oh, I'm not going to say it, but, but QPR's record is not the bottom of the table. They haven't won a single point. Um, and then it's Ipswich away and Southampton away. Um, so there's two games there on the trot away at Southampton, away at Ipswich. And, and those are huge games yeah. um, that, that will probably determine the, you know, how, how, how it all finishes. Um, it's uh, just the best of luck to them. I don't, I don't think as well, you know, the, the doing well like that, encourages you know more girls into the game um at the, at the younger age groups the academies and stuff like that and, and, and with a budget that's that's you know markedly smaller than than the teams around you that you need to generate that homegrown talent and yeah. that's i think what we're you know what they they they're, they're doing and, and doing it well um mm. so yeah all, all all power to them um and fingers crossed for this afternoon absolutely away, away at bridgewater so yeah um Couple of bits of housekeeping, as it were. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, you know, good to see. You. I think he had an away day at home yesterday. I saw him tweet. All right. Um, which I think we, I think we did as a, a yeah, we sort of featured that. that a little bit. A yeah. couple of years. Well, yeah. what, I think he, he pointed out. You know, people come here and go Oxford to Chetel. I want to go home, and it's like it's it's probably one of the yeah. very few places. That, I mean, yeah, okay, the Kassam's not great, but Oxford as a city is a fantastic city to yeah. go to. So I think I think he did a, an away yeah an away game at home uh, and enjoyed the uh, yeah. the sunshine in in Oxford yesterday. I've got so, some yeah. memory, Si, that you first came on the pod to talk about that. Is that right? Did I? I maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, I've done. And then it was yeah, the next possibly. week. He's like, "Do you want to come on again?" And then you've not found a way out yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've not. Found, you keep going. He's still here. I, I, <laughs> did he not realise it was only we only won in a couple of times, and he's, he just keeps going. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Simon again. Well, Hello. Well, you're in the WhatsApp group now, so it's a fish, uh, yeah. official. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Matt Bruce that. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. I do appreciate it. So, no, uh, yeah. So, so hi Tim, hi Ruthie Roo and and Ash and everyone else who you know. There's an awful lot. Of people that listen to the pod um, thank you very much and we, we thank you for that it's uh, it is it's just a couple of two or three people when, when we have more than just the two of us on just rabbiting on about football yeah. so uh, no, you know, good. If, if you wanted to you know go to the blackbird before a game you could hear this you could hear me do this live yeah, you exactly. Know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun based. It's not a lot different to what, what we talk about in the pub. No, no. There you go. Yeah. Um. So there we have it. Um. Yeah. Like any any sort of good agenda should have an, any other business. Like I'm I'm not sure I no I think sun's out, which is nice. Yeah. So hopefully Easter weekend will be sunshine on the coast and we'll have a stick of rock and, yeah. and you know enjoy smash it. Fleetwood. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Well, right. I think that does that does just about wrap it up. Um, we'll be back after the MK Dons game, yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully with Paul, um, and uh, we'll we'll review the last two games and, and look forward to a trip to Rotherham um, in what could be a very important game or what could just be a nice day out in the sun. Yeah. And, uh, and looking forward to next season because whatever happens, we'll be there next season. Of course, we will. Yeah. So. Thank you for listening. Look after each other. Look after yourselves. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.